All right. You guys here okay? Yes. Yeah. All right, cool. Sounds pretty loud. It's okay, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Turn it down yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Welcome to the Happy Project Podcast. My name is Becky White, and over here in the studio is Jay. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Hi, Jay. Good to have you here again. And uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, well, basically, we started from the YouTube channel under the same name, and we talk about mixed race, mixed culture, all the things that come with that. And uh, we usually, we have someone in the studio to talk about their experiences or a certain aspect covering under this whole umbrella. And today in the studio, we have two special guests. They actually are hosts of their own podcast. You <laughs> might have just heard somebody whisper a little something in the microphone, <laughs> but I'd like to introduce to you the hosts of Soju Black. It's Kita and V. Hi. Hello. <laughs> we are our wow. own number one stand. <laughs> wow. Welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you, you for, for inviting us. us. Yeah, it's so fun to see you guys. Like, because uh, I'm always watching your videos uh, that yeah. you put up. And then, have you ever listened to any of their episodes? I actually, I haven't. No, you haven't. Yeah, I'm sorry. I failed. Wow. <laughs> I failed my duty wow. as a as a co-host. Yeah, but she's always been talking about you guys and how awesome you are. I know. Are I mentioned you guys like like, <laughs> like once <laughs> once a week. Once a week. Like, and yeah, I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna be doing something and like traveling, and I'm <laughs> and out of the country. All this time. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. If you're it's traveling, time. you can easily turn on your Apple Podcasts. That's true. I have no excuses. You have zero excuses. All right, I'll check it out for sure. So the podcast name is Soju black i'm kind of curious where the name came from what is what is soju black Okay, so <laughs> I hope I didn't put you guys on the no, spot for a no, while. You should know about your own huh? podcast title. We right? played around with that name for a while. So yeah. we were just thinking, trying to think of names. Yeah, and so I, w- I was like, okay, we have to think of a name. Right. So I was like, you think of a few of them. I'll think of some of them. And I just like wrote down like twenty. I just like put down my yeah. put yeah, them yeah, in my yeah. notes, and right. then I just sent about all of them to yeah. her and I, I you know <laughs> starred the ones that I liked yeah, yeah. and it just happened to be Soju Black was yeah. one of them it was okay. actually going to be Black Soju I yeah, think, so at yeah. one point, but yeah, it didn't have like a ring that. to it. And yeah. Yeah. Soju Black has a nice ring. Yeah, Black yeah. Soju, I just think black of Black soju. soju that's actually just black. like, black. yeah, Black. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. And then V was like, oh, that one's good. And then like, I was like, oh, I like it too. And I wish we could go back to those messages. <laughs> yeah, I have a new phone, so I can't I, I like what us. you guys did. I was checking out um, your description uh-huh. of your podcast, and the way they described it was, we don't just spill the tea, we spill the soju. Oh, okay. That was pretty cute. Yeah, that yeah. was very so, clever. Thank you. Yeah. So what do you guys talk about on this show? Because, uh, you know, I didn't do my homework like that. <laughs> no. You like, yeah, wanted yeah. to point out. Give us a little background. Yeah. We speak about a little bit of everything. Yeah. Honestly, it's not. Um, it's not just one thing that right. we focused on yeah so obviously as you can see here with two black girls <laughs> living in south korea and mm. as you can imagine it's a little bit harder for us mm. than right. anybody else so we try and tell the story from our perspective mm. but at the same time we open our door to invite like you know other foreigners mm. and sometimes korean people as well yeah. into the studio with us to share you know like it's mostly just telling the story of expats that's yeah so that's okay. really expats. Yeah, it's of yeah. course surrounded around us but it's we want to hear all expats mm-hmm. like journeys and experiences because everyone has different things right, and, right. Yeah. so that's really just what it's focused on okay cool yeah, and yeah. like what made you guys like actually uh create the podcast because you know like a lot of times people just throw people out ideas yeah yeah i do that Hard all the time right. i'm just like yo i'm gonna do this 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 and like i do none of them yeah. but like what actually pushed you guys to make mm-hmm. it because it's not easy setting up a podcast yeah. like i I yeah. learned with Becky, and Becky knows yeah. Yeah. very yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duo. The yeah. conversation started on my sofa. 
Uh-huh. It didn't. As you all keep great saying that. <laughs> it 100% it, did. It did not. Ooh, we had okay. that one serious chat that one afternoon. Yeah. And you were like, V, this podcast idea, we just, we have to do it. I got this and that. I guess, and I, like, I guess it finally did go into action yeah. on the couch one night. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was. Yeah. Couch talk. Yeah, yeah. couch talk. We're all important. We're all the good stuff started, right? With a little bit of soju. Actually, it really was with a little bit of soju. But like, it started from before. Like, um, I was I was out one night, it was partying, and I was just like, I hate that I'm just like out partying. Like I need I need to right. like put my energy elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. all been there. Yeah, yeah. right. And it's <laughs> yeah. like four o'clock in the morning, the trains don't open for another hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so I have all this out. time to think. And yeah. then I just was like, I wanna do something, I wanna do a podcast. Right. And then mm-hmm. I me- I messaged V, I was like, let's do this. And yeah. then um yeah, then a couple weeks later I was on our couch, we were talking about it, we went downstairs, got some soju, decided to do it, messaged the there for you studio yeah. and that's yeah. how it kind of just happened oh, that's awesome that's yeah. really really cool yeah. we both kind of had yeah. the idea of like podcasts from way back yeah. Right. yeah before i moved to korea my friends and i actually started one yeah and then i was like so guys my plane is here gotta go yeah. <laughs> so <Peace. laughs> yeah so that project kind of fell away so how about the topic what was it about the the topic that you guys wanted to really focus on like what you guys discuss on your podcast yeah. what kind of gave you the idea or the push to be like we need to talk about this I think it was mostly from like our own personal experiences mm-hmm. being like we go through so much shit and thinking that it's just me. Right. I'm alone. Sure. Like right. <laughs> where is everybody? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But why it's really so not. Horrible. And we realize that we go through the same shit as so many people, so mm-hmm. why not take advantage of that situation and be the ones that talk about it? Yeah. And be like friends for everybody else in Korea that's an yeah. expat and going through and similar things. And I also felt like there wasn't like a lot of I, I know there's a lot of YouTube videos, like right. a bunch yeah. of YouTube videos, but I hadn't seen like many podcasts. Podcast. Yeah. that were circulated around what being yeah, black yeah, yeah. in Korea mm-hmm, and then right. like being expats in Korea. So yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like, let's do yeah. it. Let's not do the YouTube route. Because in the They're, podcast, you have more time to talk about it. You know, it's yeah. more like real. I feel mm. like on the YouTube, you often It's all like it's, slick production values yeah. and like quick cuts Editing and like, yeah. And, yeah. You have to grab it's like, yeah, attention. Yeah, mm. grabbing the attention, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's like maybe more nuanced mm-hmm. things yeah. that are happening yeah, behind yeah. the scenes that are hard to just explain in like right. a five-minute oh, yeah. video. You know, I, think, I think we really, we might, we might, we ha- not might, we have a thing for sure. Right. Because we do listen to other podcasts as well, like, you know, other foreigners that have started podcasts yeah. based around Korea. But a lot of them aren't living in Korea anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh. And um, most of them are also just based around, you know, like K-pop and K-dramas right. and, you know, right, right. K-life in general. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to like, you know, our our stories are based around, you know, like your personal experiences. Right. Which there isn't really a lot. I haven't seen any sure. of, yeah. I right. think. Yeah, yeah, I actually have never heard of that yeah. either as Honestly. well. I mean, don't mean to blow our own horn, but <laughs> we're no, just supposed yeah. to. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'll give you guys the platform. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Say what you like. Okay, well, I think that's really cool yeah. that you're doing that. I bet yeah. a lot of people really appreciate it when they come on your show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They do. I mean, it feels really good when people come on the show and they right. were like, wow, this is like, like fun, you know? Yeah. Cause like yeah. It's a little unnerving. You don't know what to expect. Right. Like, you know, we're not a very big platform exactly. yet and so when they come in they're like wow it's really fun and that's like the best feeling is when yeah people feel comfortable to talk it yeah, really yeah, is yeah. and people just like jumping at the opportunity to actually come and be in yeah. studio with us that's really like, weird, so weird. That's it's, weird. Feeling. it's such a weird feeling yeah. I'm like, yeah. we're like you know we ain't paying you right yeah. people are like we stand what you're here for and we yeah. Yeah. Wow. Surprise. Even you. Surprise. Do you get that too all the time yeah. like, yeah. awesome. I, like I mean, you are voluntarily <laughs> trying to be in a room with us for three hours in a dank like dungeon it's not even anything special 
special. I know. I'm <laughs> so surprised like when people travel into mm. Seoul to right. meet us. Yeah. That is the most mind-blowing yeah. thing. Yeah, but that's, that's crazy. the fact that we're, we're revealing here mm. right. is that these people have something they want to talk about. And yes. they feel like they don't have yes. anyone mm-hmm. who will listen. Yeah. And so that's mm-hmm. what we're doing here. That's what you guys are doing. Yeah. And I think that's so cool and yeah. extremely right. valuable. What are your backgrounds? Are you guys American? Yeah, so I'm Korean-American. I grew up um, in a city called Cerritos. It's like Los Angeles County. And then, yeah, I came to Korea two years ago uh, to learn Korean because even though I'm Korean-American. How's that going for you? Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> I think that answered it. Yeah, basically, like I th- before I came, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be fluent in like two or three years, yeah. and now it's just like, no, I don't even want to spend time studying. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm okay just I not knowing Korean college, that well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it went well when I put in effort, but then mm-hmm. I stopped putting in effort, and then mm-hmm. yeah, I realized if I wanted to get better. Yeah. You're not bad. Yeah. I mean, I could get around. So, yeah, like, yeah. I, I always like to say I could just, like, have casual conversations. But mm-hmm. if it's at work where you have to use, like, uh, marketing so terminology. Lingo. Yeah, lingo. Mm-hmm. Business. Business, yeah. government, uh, religion, politics. <laughs> anything deeper than surface level, that's yeah. when I get lost. You yeah. can fire me. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could have drinks with people and, like, have a good time. Yeah. But yeah. that's it. Yeah. Very but did you grow up in a Korean-speaking household? I did. But so did you have the basics? Uh, so, sort of, yeah. Actually, I was watching a video of uh, myself when I was, like, six. My mm-hmm. parents sent it to me, and my Korean was better than that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I did uh, grow up learning Korean, but then when uh, I went to school, mm-hmm. I didn't know English. So, like, when I was six years old, I, I remember, like, you know, like, oh, I don't know English. Ah. I'm, I was, like, crying to my parents, and they're like, oh, we'll just use English from now on. And then mm-hmm. that's how I forgot mm-hmm. Korean. I've heard of that. Yeah. Similar stories that. with yeah. a lot yeah. of... It so happens Immig- a lot, yeah. 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 Especially like American gyopo. Right. Yeah. Something I noticed. Yeah. yeah. How do you actually say that word? Gyopo? Gyopo. Gyopo. Yeah, like uh, yeah. kyo kyo. G-Y-O. I've heard, I've heard some experts saying gyopo. <laughs> I'm like... Gyopo. Gyopo, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, quick background then. Right. Yeah. Most of the listeners yeah. already know, but yeah. um, I'm mixed Korean American, mm. and I've been living here come September. I think it's gonna be six years. Mm. It's funny. I keep saying six years for like the past two years. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like, I feel yeah. like I've been here what, so long. Yeah. What year Those have you been here since? I know. Because um, I feel like you're I lying. Here, <laughs> I came here 2014. Oh, that's yeah. six years. That will be six years, be six yeah. years soon. Check, check. Finally, I'll be correct <laughs> <laughs> for the first time in two years. Uh, yeah, so I've been here about six years mm-hmm. now, and I, I don't know. I didn't really grow up speaking Korean. My mom spoke to us mm-hmm. in Korean, but you know, with my dad in the house, we would mm-hmm. mostly speak English at home because yeah. my dad didn't speak any Korean. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, grew up mostly in the states. Mm-hmm. I have family here, so I'd come back and forth. Yeah, but it was. I mean, really, when I think about it now, mm-hmm. it was really a mixed home. Yeah, like such there's something you know. Very yeah. some, so, uh, well, my dad's white, my All mom's right. Korean. Ah, uh, gotcha. And so, mm-hmm. what do you mean by a mixed home? Like I don't know, even the even just the the furniture or like right. the style, you yeah, know, yeah. the atmosphere ah, in the yeah, home. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna see like Thomas Kincaid American paintings <laughs> yeah. with like the American flag, and yeah. then you have like like Korean decorating paints yeah. on the other side oh, it's lit it's like yeah. a perfect blend and yeah so that's pretty cool it is cool i mean mm-hmm. looking back at it now mm-hmm. and now that i talk to more uh families who are also mixed mm-hmm. i come to recognize that there's a kind of it exists yeah. you know it's yeah. not just my family right. it's, yeah. right. it's a thing yeah you know so it's especially it's in the states interesting there's so many yeah. different Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's many factors to that. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what we dive into here. Mm-hmm. But for you guys, mm-hmm. when did you come to Korea? Or yeah. how long have you been here? Came here at the same time. So May, May of 2018. 2018. Okay. Yeah. 2018, okay. Okay. So almost two years. Ooh. Almost two years Dang, going on two. Years. Well, I feel like you guys should still be in the honeymoon period. Like, uh, should we? Uh, <laughs> 
I don't I feel know. Like that last like three I got months. over that yeah, in like six maybe months. The, maybe the first six months was <laughs> yeah. honeymoon, and then after that, we were doing everything yeah. in like the first six months. Yeah, and we used to live very far out from like the metropolitan cities, yeah. mm-hmm. so we'd meet in like Busan one weekend, Daegu the next weekend. Yeah. It's like it what was are you too doing? much. <laughs> so but too yeah, much. so coming that was the honeymoon phase. Yeah, did you come to teach? Was that the initial intention? We yeah, both 100%. worked, came in at the same time with the same company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, That's how you guys met? That's how we met. Okay. Yeah, we met during okay. training week. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. it was, we. I don't even remember, like we just kind of instantly had a connection. I was right? the rush that wouldn't go away. Basically. <laughs> and, That's um, a really flattering way to, <laughs> yeah. you know, yes. stuck to you it. like some sort she of rash. <laughs> but that's basically what happened. We just kind of like, we kind of like did our own thing because we lived yeah. so yeah. far. I lived in Kangneung, I think. I don't remember where you lived in. Where did you Jinju. live? Didn't you? So like you guys were so far, very far. Yeah. yeah. So like wow. we just whenever we saw each other was like oh, okay, like we have <laughs> to get out of wherever we're living because it's too far. Yeah. yeah. And then So lucky you guys met each other so yeah. early on. Because yeah. I know a lot of people struggle with making good friends. Yeah. yeah. It's so do. transient here. Mm, we actually have know? a very close group of friends uh-huh. that we've known from like training. Literally days. training oh, okay. week. There's like yeah. five of us. Yeah about five of us mm. yeah it's pretty cool a lot of people say that it's hard because they feel like the relationships that they build are built here are like it um disingenuine like it mm. doesn't feel mm. like a, a yeah. strong connection i yeah, don't yeah. but luckily like i said we were you know able to meet people yeah early on. That, that seems yeah. to be like a very common yeah. character. So we were talking about this before too yeah yeah, yeah. actually i, I just <clears throat> i experienced this recently like mm-hmm. a lot of the closest friends that i had mm-hmm. they all just decided to leave korea at the like, same time yeah, at the same mm-hmm. time Aww. and like those are people that i didn't like expect to leave yeah but i think that's just the nature of living in korea as mm-hmm. an expat or a yeah. uh, foreigner i mean why do you think that is an expiration like date? why yeah why do you feel yeah. like people come like i that's feel like people come yeah. yeah saying like okay we work for one year right make a lot of money i'm gonna friends and then i'm gonna do whatever i want and go back yeah. literally home, almost right? nobody ever makes that money <laughs> yeah. Yeah. they spend it all yeah. i know so many people that have gone back home and they're like i, I didn't even save as much as i wanted to <laughs> but why do yeah. you think that happens no. why why does that happen because honestly if you look at it like with our age group right. with the jobs available teaching right. english right. i mean you can make good pay yeah you can do a lot of cool stuff you can right. travel yeah. around asia mm-hmm. and yet i feel that there's some maybe invisible quote-unquote driving force yeah where people are eventually like I just can't take it anymore. Yeah. Or like, yeah. I'm done, I'm leaving. And what mm. do you think that is? Oh, I, yeah. I'm interested I was having this conversation know. actually with one of my friends um, last night. And I think, well, from my personal experience and a lot of my other friends that I've spoken to about this before tend to agree is that Korean lifestyle is very work, work, work. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, it's very hard to kind of, like back home, for example, not with every job, but with a lot of jobs, everything is kind of like festive. There's some kind of festive mm-hmm. vibe around, you know, a lot of things that we do, be it teaching or working in advertising, marketing, right, right. business, whatever. I'm actually you know, sorry to interrupt, but uh, where, where are you guys from again? South Africa. South Africa <laughs> Florida. and Florida. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Okay, yeah, yeah sorry. So, um, <laughs> but Korea is very much like work, work, work. Yeah. And you only live for your weekends, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, back yeah. home, you kind of have that freedom to, you know, after work, go meet up with your friends at a bar, mm-hmm. play like you know, Tuesday nights, Uno or whatever. And, you know, do other things outside of just work during the week. Um, So I think a lot of people get stuck in that space of, like, it's all work. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like it's over. It's overwhelming. It's kind of somewhat... 
I mean, oppressive, I yeah. guess you yeah. could say. And it's mm-hmm. almost like a pressure that people are putting on top of themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, historically, we can see why people had to work so hard, mm-hmm. where right. this yeah. mindset came from. But mm-hmm. it, it permeates so much of the culture. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the reason why like, yeah. I'm so into this, I just watched Parasite. Uh, yes, I just watched oh, that too. Oh, so good. Oh, you guys have seen it. No, I haven't. No, oh, I haven't. Oh, my hey, God. We need to get on that ASAP. Also, Chapa Goody is so good. I made that for the first time. Oh, you made it? So it's like a dish that they make in, uh, they made in, in the, the movie. movie. Oh, the the noodles and steak yeah, yeah, dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. How, uh, uh, side side note, tangent. But you know how they call it ramdon? Mm. I found that really interesting because there's no way to like translate. Ramyeon donburi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they actually changed it from chapaguri because like. Uh, I guess Westerners oh, who saw, well, yeah, together. they wouldn't be able to know what it was. Sure, sure. Oh, even they like say a... WhatsApp instead of Kakao. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you notice that? Yeah, I yeah, haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, oh, yeah. watch the movie. Oh my gosh, oh, it's so good. So good. Yeah, yeah. I was really hoping you guys had watched it because yeah. I was like, it's like inside me. I yeah. watched it last <laughs> night. I'm not even kidding. No, I watched it last night. I couldn't sleep. I was thinking about it. The first thing I wake up in the morning, I was like, why did that happen? Like, I just, I can't get out of my head. You saw it yesterday? Yeah, last night. Are you guys fresh? It's still fresh. Really? Yeah, we watched Parasite. That's uh, pretty romantic. (laughs) (laughs) Are you guys like like as immersed in the Korean culture to actually you know pick a side or think that like both sides, the poor and the Mm -hmm. the rich, do actually have that huge divide Mm. that if you're like you know middle or lower class, you're always going to be a parasite Uh. for the rich man. <sighs> this, uh, is, this is a really hard question, yeah. honestly. I'm so sorry. I should have yeah. clipped you before. No, <laughs> no, no. That's, no, 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 yeah. no. That, yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, I feel like, so when you, when we, for example, we talk about like um, USA, land of opportunities. Right. You have mm-hmm. movies like Pursuit of Happiness, these right, rags right. to riches mm-hmm. stories, yeah. and people are always like, this is possible in America. Yeah. Yeah. I feel America. like in Korea, <laughs> it's not really that possible yeah you know i feel like the opportunities are not really afforded to everybody in an equal manner right Right. and actually before coming to korea i used to not have as much faith in the quote-unquote like american dream or Mm -hmm. or having opportunity in the states because you just kind of see the political landscape and everything going on Mm -hmm. and you're like oh this kind of sucks but then i came here Mm -hmm. and i was like wow these people like literally prepare their entire life to go to the best college and even once they go to the best college Mm-hmm. They have to compete with other applicants from the best colleges with the mm-hmm. best grades mm-hmm. just to get a job that doesn't even pay that much. Yeah, and like where it they're only just gets harder. working yeah. all yeah. day, all night, right. barely being paid. Right, and like yeah. in the states, for example, like even if you do like have a lot of debt, if you you know come from like a normal circumstance and you're not like in poverty or mm-hmm. you're just like lower middle class, middle class, I think you know there's still opportunity to move up. Mm-hmm. You know, you could always study hard Mm -hmm. for the most part you know Mm -hmm. make money and like do side jobs and put yourself through college but like i don't feel like that's that possible here Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it just seems really hopeless in a way yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i think that ties back to why people have the expiration date here yeah where it's like they see that i can't progress like i i can back home or in the states Mm -hmm. and it's like why bother you know like yes it's fun i can save money but how long can I do this teaching job? Because that's what yeah. majority of expats come here. They're right. teaching, right? And it's like, how long can I that's teach? That. How mm-hmm. far can I go? Not very far. Maybe you'll become a like a, a manager or, mm-hmm. you know, what they call like leads. But mm-hmm. no one wants to do that for their... I mean, maybe some people do. Some people but I do, think majority but, of right. people yeah. want to progress. They want to learn more and right. they want to experience different things. That's yeah. true. Because yeah. a, lot, a lot of people um, that I know have gone back home <clears throat> literally to like start basically from the ground up um, in that's, terms of yeah. the careers because yeah. yeah. they're like 
even though you're making so much money in Korea, much more than they ever would back home um, on their level. They're like, I would rather, you know, just go back home and start afresh and build up my career so I can, you know, later on mm-hmm. right. build up and be something because there's really not much growth yeah. in Korea for a lot of people. And it's not even just on the teaching level. Like if you're considering mm-hmm. people who are working outside of the education sector, like yeah. uh, some friends of mine who were, who are models, like mm-hmm. really well-known models mm-hmm. or actors and actresses, even there is a ceiling. Like yeah. it's just, there's it's small and mm-hmm. already obviously hard to work mm-hmm. in this kind of industry but for, for sure there's a ceiling and I I, uh, I know you guys interviewed Sam Ochiri recently <gasps> and Sam's so lovely isn't he? She's a huge fan. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't tell. I both, we had no idea. Huge yeah. fan. He's oh my so God. lovely. But I, I even wonder because um, I'm friends with some of his friends like you know the circle mm-hmm. who are like mm-hmm. so I don't know exactly from Sam's point of view mm-hmm. but I know some people I'll talk to and they'll just say like yeah you just gain a certain notoriety yeah. and then after that you just have to what open a restaurant for example yeah. and just hope it's successful it right. like there's a cap and mm-hmm. partly i think this comes from the way expats can be viewed in korea mm-hmm. yeah right yeah i agree cuz say you're in uh, the us i'm mm-hmm. not about the case of sa i'm not really sure mm-hmm. but like in the us your ethnicity is not directly tied to your citizenship mm-hmm. but here in korea oh, no. it is mm-hmm. yeah you know mm-hmm. so no matter what citizenship you're holding if mm-hmm. it's a korean passport or not if you don't look Korean, Mm -hmm. you'll never be Korean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel that people can really sense this strongly Mm -hmm. after a period of time. Is this something you guys have noticed? Yeah, for sure. 100%. And we also have the same thing back home in South Mm -hmm. Africa because we are a a multi-racial, multi-national country. country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I went to primary school and high school with lots of Asian kids, lots of um, like South American, North American, Australian kids who Mm -hmm. are like, you know, born outside of South Africa but grew up in South Africa and then like you know when they turn 16 they have a South African ID but then have like a you know Korean passport or whatever you know like it's a mix of everything like it literally doesn't matter what you look like mm-hmm. if right. you say you're South African and you're a South African citizen then you're South African mm-hmm. right yeah I definitely feel that like I, I, I don't feel like this is home you know like mm-hmm. I, I consider mm-hmm. Korea home but it's it's still not my home where I feel like fully where I can just be myself like yeah. I can back in the States and that's why I know that my expiration is probably coming up sooner than later yeah. because I, I need that sense of where I can just like be fully myself Yeah. because at all times I'm like monitoring like okay like let's turn my music down like, you know like I'm mm-hmm. constantly having to monitor myself right. and it, it gets to a point where it's just it gets a bit too much where it's just like I just want to go on the train and I just want to, you know, like just yeah. little sure. things like that. It's like yeah. micro stresses. You're constantly micro yeah. stressing. But constantly. But I think, but that's, that's not just Korea either because I think just as black women, we're always having to do that anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's kind of innate. I don't, I can't mm-hmm. speak for you, but I know from, from my point of view, it's just something that we know. Like mm-hmm. we have to constantly remind ourselves how to be accepted in a society that yeah. are not accepting of us already. Right. Um, but here it's just times, times three times more yeah yeah do you feel like in korea it's more um again i'm pulling this from what i've heard from Mm -hmm. friends or what i've read yeah in korea it's less of aggression Mm -hmm. and more of ignorance do you do you Mm -hmm. think that's true ignorance wait uh, 
aggression and ignorance. Mm. Because I feel like, especially in Korea, because there's not many black people in Korea. They right. haven't really yeah, encountered different right. ethnicities. Like yeah, no, that's I, don't, the thing. I don't find it malicious at mm-hmm. all. Honestly, I've, I've had majority more positive experiences in Korea than negative. Same. Like, mm-hmm. hands down. Yeah. It, it's not like I feel like everyone is extremely, like, aggressive towards me. Right, I've right. never yeah. felt that with yeah. any, any encounter that I've had. Mm-hmm. I've never felt like they were being aggressive because I'm a foreigner. Right. Um, but, yeah, ignorance is probably, I think, probably the biggest. But then now we're in the... We're the century we're in it's kind of like you have enough technology where you yeah. can teach yourself if you want to right. but i think just they don't really have to you know like sure. mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. a very big conversation right now actually but a lot of people are it's ignorance versus racism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to aggression like kita i also haven't experienced any actually, like malicious any, like yeah. malicious yeah. you know behavior towards me or attitudes or whatever and we're very lucky because a lot of people that we know have gone through yeah, yeah, yeah. you know Absolutely. that horrible like pure racism Um, But I think a lot of Koreans, especially the older generation, I find actually try to, you know, like understand you. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had lots of Ajumas and Ajashis come up to me, you know, like actually be like, where are you from? Like Mm -hmm. in in, like in English. And then I'm like, I know if I continue this conversation in English, I'm going to lose you old man. So I respond (laughs) back in Korean and tell them, you know, I'm from Namagong and they, and they're so friendly. They want to actually like want to feel your, I've had people literally be like, can I feel your skin? Mm -hmm. Because they don't think that, you know, it feels the same as theirs because it's different color or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I don't find that as, you know, aggression or racism. I just find that as, they are not used to, Mm-mm-mm. you know, other races mm-hmm. and it's right. of nobody's fault yeah. at all. Right. So to actually approach me and ask me questions about myself, I think that is commendable because it means you're trying as opposed to other people who are exposed to a lot of technology and the media. They go right. to the movies and watch Bad Boys 2 and listen to Tupac and all that stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, but then go and open bars and be like no black people allowed yeah you know that's and ridiculous. it's usually like the younger <laughs> people that do that yeah. so that's I actually very interesting wh- why do you think that split is that happening because yeah. i i you know i would i might agree with that mm-hmm. statement because it does feel like older people because speaking with a lot of mixed koreans for example mm-hmm. there's a specific category mixed koreans kind of fall into where it's mm-hmm. not korean you're also mm-hmm. not really a foreigner right. some people just don't know how to address that don't mm-hmm. even know what to say yeah. and I feel like with the older generation depending on who you meet because mm-hmm. you're definitely going to meet older generation who are just <laughs> anti anyone who yeah. is non-Korean yeah. 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 right yeah. but then you'll have people who just don't know and they're just mm-hmm. curious yeah. but yeah. maybe sometimes people who are younger and more exposed mm-hmm. shouldn't they be the ones who that's, are you yeah. know leading educating mm-hmm. educating yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. why uh, do you think that split's happening it's interesting you say that because now that I think about it people that I like old people are usually the ones that will start conversations right, right. and like are more open-minded whereas like the younger people like I've never just had a young person come <laughs> up and talk to me like generally mm, speaking on yeah. the street but old people will do and sometimes yeah. they'll be like where are you from and I was like oh dang you already know <laughs> 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 yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah and most of the time it's positive unless yeah. it's like some old crusty taxi mm. driver who mm. uh, is saying that I should learn Korean yeah and, <laughs> you know I'm not Korean and yeah. whatnot but yeah. for the most part I did know Notice that old people are, approach me with like yeah open mindedness, oh, which is like kind of at least more curiosity. Home. Yeah, <laughs> curiosity. I, I think rather say. than yeah. open mindedness, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. curiosity. Yeah. 
I actually yeah. get a lot of younger people approaching me too. I don't know. I guess it's different from from you guys because you right. both think older. I I feel like I get majority of the younger crowd that uh-huh. would approach me versus like mm-hmm. the older crowd. The yeah. older crowd are just like they. I can tell like they're just like curious. They'll stare, but they'll never really say anything. <laughs> yeah. But then like the younger crowd they love will to actually. Stare, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, what are you and looking at? Like, Hi. But the younger crowd is usually the ones that will approach me and like, mm. so where are you from? And yeah. and, and like that's I, I mm. wish I had older mm-hmm. people on the. Oh, I love the old people. I attract all the old people. Yeah. Like, no cap. <laughs> Literally all the old people. Younger people, not so much. Younger people I'll have, like, always. a huh. staring, smiling competition with an Ajashi <laughs> on the train just because yeah. why not? And he's you already know? staring and smiling yeah. as it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. They'll just stare at you. You look back at them and they just keep on looking at you. Yeah, like, they don't you look want? away. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I just usually crack a smile and they're like, oh, okay, cool, she's friendly, and then yeah. they smile back. Yeah. I've seen yeah. some people be like aggressive back, and I'm just yeah. like, no, stop yeah, it. I don't want to eye fight you. I don't want to fight you with my eye. I yeah. definitely eye fight back. Like, I won't be aggressive, but I'll just like look at them until they look away. <laughs> what are That's usually true. the questions that you guys are getting from people on the street or people who are just curious uh, about you? What kind of questions do people usually ask? Where are you from, always? Well, like, for me, it's the younger crowd. Where are you from? Um, And then they'll ask, what are you? (laughs) What are you? Yeah, what are you? Because, I don't know, I feel like even though the younger Koreans, they see more of, like, entertainment, hip-hop, like, Mm -hmm. they're more knowledgeable of that. It's like, when I say I'm black, they don't, like, it's like, it's hard for them. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, but you're not fully dark like yeah. i actually had a conversation oh, okay. at the club the other night mm-hmm. and i met this girl and this is like one of many so but i'm just using this because it's fresh and she she went we were in the bathroom she was drunk but she was just like what are you and i was like oh i'm i'm black she's like no and i was just like yeah <laughs> and then like she legitimately turned us to face the mirror and she was just like but we're not like she was like a darker skin korean right. she's like but but similar and i was just right. like but no like i'm you know and it's like it's hard for them to understand that black people yeah. don't have to look just it's as a very darker shade yeah. Yeah. so that's usually the conversation i have with majority of the younger koreans that's really interesting yeah it happens quite frequently so a lot of people do they just think you're not black because they of think the I'm Latin? They skin? think I'm like from South America or something. Oh, so they think I'm Hispanic, race. yeah, or mixed mixed race. Uh. Um, so that's yeah, that's usually my question: Where are you from? And you're not black. <laughs> what are you? Yeah, <laughs> huh? That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah, you mentioned before that, especially in Korea, people are seeing a lot of black people in the media mm. or entertainment. Specifically, like you'll see a lot of Koreans watching hip hop artists mm. or like Bad Boys, for example. Mm. And I feel like, I mean, it's really a a narrow view, you know? And do you think that this affects the way people view black Mm. people in Korea? Mm. Because they do, they have a certain expectation based on what they're seeing in the media? For sure. Mm. Well, that's an interesting point, yeah. If you're not exposed to like actual black people Mm -hmm. and all you see is just like hip hop or like media, then that's Mm -hmm. all you know. That is Mm -hmm. true. Whereas like in the States, you actually interact with black Mm -hmm. people and you're like, oh, they're not just all like one, one certain type, type of, of you know whatever sure. yeah i've I'd been asked before if if i'm a good singer or if i can twerk and like right. this yeah, girl yeah, mine like does not know how to twerk honey <laughs> sorry to disappoint right. but like because of you know what they see in the media is mostly mm-hmm. like artists right. and music videos black mm-hmm. artists mm-hmm. and they're dancing and twerking and singing and they do that so well yeah. so they just automatically assume that you're black you're the same as almost look like rihanna sometimes right 
I think I get that a lot. I can, now that you so, point that yeah, out, actually, I can see that. Stop yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> so I get asked that question a lot. Like, you know, when we go out to the clubs, like, you know, yeah. twerk for me or, you know, mm-hmm. so like that. When I when I hear those type of statements, yeah. I feel like they would be offensive to me if, like, mm-hmm. I was in a predominantly white country or a different, like, uh, a country with a different ethnicity mm-hmm. or skin color where they were the majority of peoples uh-huh. and they would ask me questions like, yo, like, can you do karate and stuff? So, yeah. like, how do you guys approach that and mm-hmm. not... Can you do karate? <laughs> That's like when not, I was young. Not even kidding. Yeah. Not even yeah. kidding. Yeah. Like, no, oh, is Bruce Lee your <laughs> uncle? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's not even a joke. It's no. literally, no. yeah. Oh, Lee. Oh, is Bruce Lee your uncle? Oh, like, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's no, when you're not. really young yeah, and then yeah. people, you grow up and like the people that ask you those questions, mm-hmm. they like become your friends mm-hmm. and you realize that they're just ignorant at yeah. the time. Yeah, I mean, it's not always the case. But, but yeah, sometimes <laughs> yeah. you're like, I hate you still yeah. to this day. <laughs> I think it's, it's also like, about like, sorry, it's also about like um, teaching yourself or educating yourself before you move into that environment. Right. Like I personally did a sh- ton of research before I came to Korea, mm. not just about Korean culture, right. but also about, you know, how it would be as a POC, a mm. black person mm. living in Korea, looking through like, you know, Korean person's eyes, if right. that makes sense. So I kind of um, uh, put myself in, in the position where I was like, I've heard lots of stories and watch lots of YouTube videos of people being like, Korea is racist, right. blah, blah, blah. But then did my own research and found out that, you know, a lot of the times, and I don't want to discredit what other people go through at all, but right. from my experience, it's not always all racism. Right. It's mostly just from not knowing about other cultures yeah. at all. Right. Um, so I kind of, you know, try to learn how Koreans would view me. Um, from the angle so then I don't get annoyed or irritated if someone comes up to me and says can you twerk mm. for me right because I'm like that's all you you're know coming about from angle of people. understanding right. you know yeah, yeah did yeah. it take time to get to that place because I feel like for me <laughs> just going off like <laughs> if I if if that happened to me I yeah. think I would have mm-hmm. gotten angry for especially a if while. you hear it many yeah. many times over yeah it's just yeah. probably that's, I don't know I'm like not as there. accepting Right. Um, especially with <laughs> yeah. the younger especially with the younger crowd I'm not right. as accepting because I can feel like I can literally go out and if I see like a group approach me and I'm just like I know I can just sense it Dang, and I like can I, just sense I can sense it no, I, can, yeah. I can legitimately sense it and I tell them I'm like I'm not I'm not even entertaining this right. um, so a lot of the times I'll just ignore it like I'll just act like they're not there yeah. like if they continue to talk to me I'll literally just turn around because right. I like I don't mm-hmm. feel like dealing with it and yeah. also because if anything should happen if I'm not a somebody that gets an altercation but I don't right. know what they're like so right. if there is an altercation law is probably not on my side so yeah, i in my 100%. my best thing is just i'm gonna ignore you because i know that you're ignorant and i know that you know better mm-hmm. um especially as someone that's being raised in a generation where you have the internet you have yeah. access to different right, things right. so you can learn and you just don't want to so mm-hmm. i'm not going to teach you and i'm not going to be made a spectacle mm-hmm. just to yeah. entertain your friends yeah, so yeah, yeah. Right. she's better at that than I am. I think for a lot of people, a lot of um, Koreans that I've come across, it's a matter of just pride and holding on to, you know, like pride, like, yeah, their pride of being Korean. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. Um, yeah. So they know that without like they can live in Korea without foreigners easily. Right. Um, they don't actually need foreigners in their country. Korea is a whole country in itself right. without foreigners it's amazing everything works perfectly so i don't think they think that it's of importance to you know put themselves in a situation where they now have to try because they really can live without us they don't right. really need us in their lives mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. It does make sense. For sure. Things are changing. Mm. You know, if you see like the rise of multicultural families here mm. yeah. and the higher percentage of babies born this year were mixed as mm. opposed to wow. just pure Korean. Because yeah. the birth rate is dropping. <laughs> so you feel like things need, things need to change. Yeah. There's a new generation mm-hmm. that might grow up with this same mindset of yeah. expats yeah. or people who look different from mm-hmm. Korean. Do you think it will ever get to that point? That's though? what I'm wondering. I'm really wondering yeah. that, you know? I, I just Take don't, I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't bring myself to think that Korea will not be like fully Korean or mm-hmm. a homogenous society for mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah. And I think also because like, uh, there, when you come to Korea, mm-hmm. you just immediately feel this is a very different place, and mm-hmm. I feel like it does drive a lot of people to go back out after mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. having like a couple of years of fun and yeah. like you know working in Korea. Yeah, myself included. Like mm-hmm. I know I don't want to stay here forever, mm-hmm. and, I, and I decided actually. <laughs> He's <laughs> yeah. leaving. Yeah, I'm leaving. So, um, but yeah. I guess that's a little tangent there. But <laughs> but like that's like, and I feel like because of those pressures, because mm-hmm. like immediately, like I found it interesting how you were saying earlier. If I get into an altercation, mm-hmm. not that you would ever want to, mm-hmm. that the law wouldn't it's be on your side. side. I never yeah. even thought of like yeah. having that yeah, sort yeah. of pressure or like mm-hmm. that always just weighing in the back of my head. Yeah. As of but now, there's sense. no anti-discrimination laws no. in Korea mm-hmm. that I'm aware of. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's hard for me to actually picture like enough foreigners and expats coming here to mm-hmm. actually change that. Yeah. I'm curious if you guys think it could happen. I don't think it's going to be in any of our lifetimes. Right. I am. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to be in my children's lifetime right. because it's so Korea's. The nation is. I don't want to say the nation is. It's going to take a lot of time because it's going to require people of different races to be in higher positions, yeah. and in order for them to get in that higher position, right. like that's going to take a long time for right. you to get yeah. to where right. you need to be, so that you can actually change things. Right. So that's going to be a few generations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's kind of like the same concept as like racism back home. How a lot of people are like, okay, we twenty plus years um, <clears throat> into this democratic nation, and racism is like way behind us now. But why is there still so much racism in mm-hmm. the country? Right. It's because we still have the older generations. Um, so I'm just going to use this easy example, simple example of an older generation of white people who were born in the racist era and are mm-hmm. still raising their kids mm-hmm. to like you know separate yourself from other races because you know you are better quote unquote and so that's their belief that's what they grow up believing and so they pass that on to their kids and then their kids believe that then maybe somewhere down the line there'll be a bit of a break Mm -hmm. where you know one of the generations will be Mm -hmm. like nah mom like I'm not down for your shit I'm gonna go do something else so I think it's the same in Korea maybe because it's such like a strongly built culture of Mm -hmm. you know just Korean, right, it's right. going to take a very long time. And like you said, like oh, it's a homogenous nation. Right. That's mm-hmm. what it is, essentially. So it's going to take a very long time to break that mm-hmm. um, and, you know, accept other people. And like Kida said, and let, you know, mixed race people, other, you know, people of different nationalities be in higher powers and things like that. So and yeah. I actually wonder if mixed race, like half Korean, half other race babies would be given the same opportunities as a full Korean child growing up? This is a good question. Because technically um, you are still Korean. Yeah. yeah. You would so. you would think. Um, I think it just depends on what generation you're asking. There hasn't been such a huge history of mixed Koreans mm. growing up and living right. in Korea. The first generation of mixed Koreans typically were just 
shipped overseas to be adopted mm, yeah. by other people because Koreans didn't want to adopt them. Mm-hmm. So a lot of mixed Koreans, depending on the generation you're asking, mm-hmm. are a reflection of their failure to protect their nation, the Korean War, mm-hmm. um, soldiers coming in and raping their women. Like mm-hmm. this is what mixed Koreans used to represent. Mm-hmm. Now with the new generation, it's harder to say because mm-hmm. I feel at this point, what, there's three generations, three, four now? But there's not so many mixed Koreans who are born and raised in Korea. And I yeah. feel like this next generation, that's going to be the biggest percentage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't, I honestly don't know. It's still you know? deciding. It's, wild. it's still deciding. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of curious what, <clears throat> I had a question for you, actually. I was yeah, thinking, yeah. okay, so let's say I'm a kyopo mm-hmm. and I speak Korean perfectly. Do you think there's a cap to how far I could go? Because I was thinking, I'm not sure, because at the same time, I look Korean enough where like, pe- if, you know, they don't know, mm-hmm. then I w- uh, they would just assume I'm Korean. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I'm just wondering how much of like the cultural aspect do you have to uh, be in tune with in order to make it to the highest positions in Korea? Did, th- did that make sense? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I, Korea is a very high-context society, though, because mm-hmm. there's different yeah. sites, low-context, high-context, mm-hmm. and unless I think you're fully meshed in mm-hmm. with the group think yeah that's you're gonna miss out yeah you know on some things because you're american so it's very different like you're very american (laughs) (laughs) American. (laughs) you haven't even known him for an hour (laughs) i know i was like are you from california did you say if you're where are you from from california California. is it immediately obvious or (laughs) kind of you did say it i I don't think if you would have said i would have still picked up you're probably from california or from the west coast somewhere all right yeah no offense. Yeah, no, not, <laughs> no, not, not taken. taken. Not taken. But um, yeah, I because you know, like thinking about it, I don't even know. I okay, first of all, I'm not sure if I'm qualified enough to say this, but I can't really think of any kyopos or like, you know, mm. kyopos in high positions mm-hmm. of power, mm-hmm. prominent in media or like maybe not in media, but like mm. I don't know, like gatekeeper but, type yeah. positions. What are we sure, going sure. off of here? Is it so you look hundred percent Korean? Yeah. Okay. And let's just assume you can speak Korean 100% fluently. Right, right, right. What would be the thing that makes those people in the higher position stop you from, you know, joining them in that area? So I'm not sure. Yeah. Like what, 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 what about you says, okay, because you're not Korean born and raised? I think maybe the cultural aspect, mm-hmm. because there's always a part of me that just like kind of resists certain aspects of Korean culture. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think if I clash with those aspects of Korean mm-hmm. culture, then I might never mm-hmm. be able to go into those positions of power. I yeah. think. Uh, sure. This is all yeah, purely yeah. speculative. But how many just, Korean or Gyopos, I'm sorry to cut yeah. you off, actually want to stay here long term? Like, I feel like how, like, f- like we're talking, a lot of people have the expiration date. How many people actually want to stay here and try to work up to mm-hmm. that level that we're talking about? I, I don't mean, think it's yeah, very that's high. That's a good question. Or too. is it? Yeah, I don't think it's that high. I don't either. think it's that yeah. high. So yeah. it's like we would need someone to like stay here and like see if they are able to break through the barriers yeah. of like Korean. Like there probably are a few people right. who just don't That's know about. True. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That could be true too. But yeah, I mean, we can speculate so much yeah. on this, mm. but honestly, I don't even know if we'd ever have an answer. No, right. You mm-hmm. know, this data is not out there to look at. Yeah. And everyone is coming with their own perspective of mm-hmm. what Korea is based on how it's treated them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. These are all really good questions. Yeah. So the question I wanted to mm-hmm. ask you guys is: Now that you've lived in Korea, it's almost been two years. Mm-hmm. Um. Putting yourself in a different environment Mm. with different people, inevitably you learn about those people. Mm -hmm. But I feel like 
in a way it also reflects back and you learn about yourself right. or you view yourself in a way that you didn't know you ever would mm-hmm. has yeah. that happened to you guys in in what ways i was saying to her the other day <laughs> yeah before i moved to korea yeah yeah i didn't really care for black people not care for them but like what didn't know. <laughs> this that's is no you no, never what, said this to me no I said before I moved to Korea because I grew up a black person with other black people in a black country I didn't really notice you know just black people in general because it's just right. how I grew it's up it's just people yeah, but it's just yeah, for me <laughs> exactly it's just it's people yeah, yeah. It's just but since moving to Korea we had this conversation I said since moving to Korea uh-huh. I've become more like close mm-hmm. or more like attached to like mm-hmm. black culture uh-huh. than I ever have before. Hmm. And I think it's 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 a, it's a simple answer obviously it's just because I'm not surrounded by a lot of black culture obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's like kind of made me want to learn more about other black cultures oh, in really? the world besides mm-hmm. my own uh-huh. black culture. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's really it interesting. Mm. Like I understand being drawn to your own people group mm-hmm. or right. your people type whatever because you're more familiar, mm-hmm. you know, with people who look or act like you. Right. Yeah. But wanting to go even beyond that and learn mm-hmm. more, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Do you know what kind of sparked that? Was there a moment where you had like a like a waking? <laughs> Too like, many Koreans <laughs> around here. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if you really want to hear that story, how PG is this show really? <laughs> it's okay. You're you're totally free to say anything you like. It was, it came, it, it was in a sexual situation for uh-huh. me, 100%. Of course. Where, <laughs> how dare you, Makita? Yeah. Listen to the podcast, this is not <laughs> anything. Go ahead. Nothing new. No. Uh-huh. Um, but obviously, you know, you move to Korea. It's not like I ever say to myself, oh, I only want to date Koreans and right. I don't want to date other people at all. But I found that Koreans were very, my experience, obviously, once again, they were very, like, uh, not aggressive, but very pushy to like kind of fulfill their desires of hooking up with a black girl as opposed to just a girl yeah you know yeah, yeah, and yeah. being like oh i've always wanted to hook up with a black girl i've always mm-hmm. you know like if after a while that got to me yeah. and i was like i actually just i don't hook up with koreans anymore if right. that's always going to be brought up that mm-hmm. i'm black i know i'm black yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. you know since you bring that up honestly it's not as rare as you might think mm-hmm. i have unfortunately there's a couple I wouldn't call them friends, but there's a mm-hmm. couple of guys that I would know who would, it was like a tally and they had mm-hmm. specific words mm-hmm. for the race of girl that they wanted to hook really? up with. Really? In Kore- it's Korean It's a thing. Guys. So like yeah. they want a white girl, they mm-hmm. want a Latina girl, they mm-hmm. want a black girl and yeah. it, it's just like a checklist. Yeah. yeah. And they have specific factors they think mm-hmm. each woman of that race will have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, that's a different conversation altogether yeah. if you want to go down that trail, yeah. but... I can understand why you would come to that conclusion. Yeah, mm-hmm. just being fetishized mm-hmm. as yeah. opposed to just yeah. seen as a person. Just seen as an object mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? What I learned moving here, I mean, so much. I honestly, before I moved here, I just, I honestly didn't think I was ever going to be able to move away from my family mm-hmm. and, and kind of live on my own. Um, so a little background. Um, I was in a relationship, broke up. I moved here, kind of like lost myself within that relationship. And so I was like refinding myself post breakup. And um, and that's partly kind of going back to me feeling like I lost my identity mm-hmm. here. So I don't think I ever like explained that right part on. of why I felt like I lost my identity. Coming here, I didn't really have one, right? So like I was always kind of lost growing up. Um, 
I'm black, but my dad is not fully black. My grandpa's white. Mm-hmm. And so when I was around other black kids, it was like, oh, but you're not fully black kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I always had that, like, not really fitting in to, like, this group, right? But then, like, I, I didn't definitely fit in with white. So it was just, like, always confusion of, okay, so where would I yeah. kind of place myself um so when I moved here then after post breakup was like I kind of didn't really know my identity race wise I didn't Mm -hmm. really know my identity just myself and then I moved here and I've been able to find that again because like V I feel I definitely feel a lot more in tune with my blackness like Mm -hmm. I'm I've never said I wasn't black I've always been very confident saying that but now I feel it like now I it's not like a like a pulling of like well you know my grandpa's this it's like I don't need to explain all of that, you know, yeah. like I, I'm like, you're right, I just stand <laughs> confident in it. Um, yeah. And I, it just makes me feel good and empowered to finally feel like I don't have to go searching to like explain so that people can understand mm-hmm. me, you know, I understand me. Um, and then I did do a DNA test, so that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, Korea just allowed me to just feel confident in who I am um, because we get stared at all the time. So it's like if your confidence is not there, yeah, you're gonna like feel it's pretty. Gonna get to you. Mm. Yeah, you're gonna feel pretty crappy, especially during the winter time. I don't. It just makes me sadder during the cold. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The winter. Because the winter it's cold. Winter blues. Winter blues. Yeah. Winter is just depressing. You, yeah. right? I oh, totally oh, have winter blues. Oh, you get. Oh, she literally gets sad. SAD. Oh, yeah, get it. What's every seasonal something? Oh, yeah. yeah, you're yeah, from yeah. Florida, so yeah. you know, you know it's, it's perfect sense. Bad. Oh man, yeah, it gets yeah, really one bad. little drop of snow, and Kita's like, Fuck this. <laughs> "I don't want to be here." I though, literally bro. go on Instagram. I'm like, "No, it's snowing over there. It's gonna make its way to Youngin." Dang. Yeah, that's really interesting, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And funny how being in Korea yeah. would make you reflect more on this or mm-hmm. come yeah. to some kind of conclusion. Mm-hmm. So you said, "Is it just because?" There's just more Koreans around you, and then it's a lot of alone kind of, time. You're kind of forced to look yeah. inward, huh? Yeah, especially a last lot of year. Time. As when I was in Kangning, there was literally I was four hours away from everyone, mm. and I was working six days a week, so I had no time to go out after like the first three months. Sure. And so I had a lot of alone time, sitting in my room, right. meditating, yoga, working out, just like having to relook at myself and relook at who I've been and mm. like the, the issues that I've had. And it was just like having to face myself. Because I'd been running away from a lot of things for so long. Like, I didn't want to face. I didn't have time. I was, like, drinking. I was partying. I was in college. You know? Like, I had a lot of vices. And now I'm in Korea. I can't just jump on a bus and or take jump in my car. Yeah. And I have to face all of these issues. And, um, yeah, it was just like, okay, well, this is, this is an issue I have to face. This is one of the biggest issues I probably have to face. And then once I can unlock that, I can unlock so many other things that I need to, mm-hmm. to kind of, yeah. like, be my best self. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, still a work in progress. It's not like that one year away is gonna be yeah. like you know, I but it's definitely way more complex. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the thing is, you said is it was it just you know being around a lot of Koreans that made you you know appreciate your blackness more? But it's not just being around right. Koreans. Yeah, it's being around how they behave right. around us and mm-hmm. how they treat you because mm-hmm. you're so evidently different. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's that on top of you know, already being a loner <laughs> right. out in these streets. 
I found it really interesting how you were talking about how like before you came to Korea, mm. you didn't even think of like mm. other black people. It was yeah. just people yeah. that you were around. Because mm-hmm. like for me and Becky, I'm sure too, growing up and you as well, probably mm. in the States growing up, like if you're a minority, mm. you're always made aware of the fact so that you're evident. not part yes. of the majority. Mm. Yeah. And so, like, actually, that's the reason that drew me to Korea, too, because you're around people. Come to the motherland. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't want me in America. I'll come here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's not like I hated yeah. that aspect of yeah. it, but it's always just something that you're aware of. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, like, I am not white. I'm not, mm-hmm. like, part of the majority mm-hmm. or whatever. Right, right, so I, right. I found that really interesting that you grew up without ever feeling like that. Mm. Or maybe you did. Uh, uh, I did yeah. in terms of personal life, uh-huh. in, like, my home life. Um, I spent a very short time um, growing up with my own black family. Mm-hmm. And then went ape that side. And then I spent, like, the most like important parts of my years growing up as a person uh-huh. with a white family. Mm. So I've always actually felt like I don't belong and I've always mm. known and you know it's been like the little little hints here there to let you know that you're not actually one of us. Right. Um and you know it's like it's <laughs> I like that little voice. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, you know, many aggression things sure, that, sure. you know, they probably didn't think meant anything yeah but me being a person being the person that i am right like i read into everything and ever since mm. i was a young girl like i actually had a lot of a lot of alone time mm. where i would sit in my room and refuse to socialize because mm. i'm like uh all the white people are outside and you know it's literally i'm going to be made to feel by that old auntie that right. oh you adopted little black child oh, you know and yeah. i like i didn't want to face that sh- so i'd stay in my room and like do my own thinking for hours and hours on end um, so I think that's why for me it's a lot easier to it was it was a lot easier for me to adapt in Korea mm. um, in terms of how Koreans look at black people mm. because I've kind of gone through that personally mm. if that makes sense yeah. yeah so for me it wasn't you know always around a black family I had the white family as well so I was like okay so that's how you treat someone that's different to you mm. okay cool since I have to live like this. I found a way to learn to accept it and move on with my life. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say it's a lot easier for me to deal with, you know, like Koreans. How did you learn to accept that? I mean, this is a big question that Mm -hmm. we ask a lot of people, especially Mm -hmm. on the Happy Project, Mm because you'll get people on varying, I guess, steps of their journey towards accepting and learning to love themselves. Mm -hmm. And there's kind of a light bulb moment for some people Mm -hmm. where they realize like, wow, if that's the case, that's who I am, you know? Did that ever happen to you? Did you ever have a moment? To be honest with you, I probably did, but I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because you just internalize it, right? Maybe it didn't happen. (laughs) It just became a part of my mindset, part of me, Yeah, I think. Um, I often have like a lot of friends that think, oh, actually I was told this before in high school that I have white privilege. Which is at the time what? for me, I know now that I'm older and I think about I it, that. I'm like, what fuckery is this? <laughs> <Yeah>. Because, <laughs> okay, white privilege work for me. Now's your time. <laughs> but because um, I grew up in a white family and, you know, like there was money, there was, I had all the toys, I had all the computers and right. all the things mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, someone once said to me in high school that, you know, oh, you have white privilege because you live in a rich household. You have mm-hmm. all the things that you want mm-hmm. and whatever. And I'm like, is that really what white privilege is? Mm. At the time, I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Then I have white privilege. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm older, I'm like, it's not about, you know, what you have, like yeah. the positions that you have. It's actually white privilege. And this is a whole other topic. Right. Mm-hmm. It's basically just how you would treat a white person who is or a black person who has the same qualifications mm. as a white person 
um, or sometimes even higher qualifications as a white person and then choose to give the white person, you know, that job instead mm-hmm. of a black person because you're like, oh, we're trying to keep this light around here. So, mm-hmm. right. you know, it's I think it's much deeper than just... Than just the stuff you the own, things. right? right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a material just issue. Just like one example of that, I think, is when I look at Barack Obama, right? Mm. An upstanding moral person, great mm. family man, and yet... You know, like he got so much criticism and mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, going to say if uh, politically I agreed with everything that he did. But mm-hmm. look at how like he lived his life and mm-hmm. then look at Trump. <laughs> like The difference in, in those two like yeah. uh, sets of behavior. Mm-hmm. I think if a black man ever behaved like Trump no did, way. there's like not oh, a chance no in hell. No, there's literally yeah. none. Yeah, it would like, not happen. Yeah. Yeah. And like the moral, like like just the standard for behavior mm-hmm. for, you know, a black president versus mm-hmm. like a white president. It's mm-hmm. so clear when you just look mm-hmm. at those two. Yeah. The white man gets away with a lot more. Yeah. So much. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. But it's, it more than, nice. it's more than just the presidency, though. Yeah. Like, if you look at just American general when white kids right. commit crimes, he gets taken to freaking McDonald's for lunch or whatever, mm-hmm. and they escort him out, you know, with, you know, cops protecting him and being like, mm-hmm. he's just mentally unstable. Yeah. But if a black kid commits a crime that's like of a lesser offense, yeah. even sometimes he gets gunned down in the middle of the street. Right. You know, like, it's. It's just everyday life. Mm-hmm. Right. It's systematic issues it's, for oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. It, yeah, that's that's a really big topic that mm-hmm. I'd be really interested to it hear is. more. Do you guys have a podcast episode where you talk about this? White privilege? Um, vaguely. No. We curious. kind of touched yeah. on, that's not really white privilege, but when, um, what's his name? Oliver Teacher made that video mm-hmm. where he ah, went to the, yes. the um, a neighborhood in Texas. I saw that. Yeah. You saw that video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you see the video? I did not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he went to a very Sorry, boring neighborhood. You, you guys are calling me <laughs> out. <laughs> out no, just so I can explain it. Just so I can explain it. So he went to a poor neighborhood in Texas. Um, It was, he was showing Koreans, because he speaks fluent Korean. He was showing Koreans the bad places you shouldn't go in He's a white man, by the way. He's a white man. So, like, that's, I I feel like that may be the closest we've came to topic of white Mm -hmm. privilege. um, Because we were, we, huh? We should have an episode on that. You guys should. Yeah, I'd be so interested to hear, like, what comes out of that conversation, Mm -hmm. you know? Would we have like white pri- like talking about white privilege in America or just white privilege? Period. I don't know. Well, I, I, I think guess there's white say. privilege I in Korea. Oh yeah, it does exist here. One hundred percent white privilege in Korea for sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's really interesting because like Koreans worship white people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, just by being white. Like yeah. I don't know. Like, you can yeah. see that it mm-hmm. becomes more prevalent. I, I know I keep going back to mixed Korean, but mm-hmm. I guess just because half the project. But yeah. yeah, you can see it more prevalent. This mm-hmm. white privilege in uh, when you see the mix of Koreans. Mm-hmm. So white Korean is like, mm-hmm. you guys are the top. And yeah. then you have like uh, black Koreans, mm-hmm. maybe people are like, okay. And then you have Southeast Asian Korean mm-hmm. mix and then it's just like, you don't even consider that. Right. Yeah. And it's really? just this hierarchy that exists. Yeah. And it becomes really apparent how much Koreans love. The Southeast Asian mixed Koreans would be below the half black. I don't, it depends on who Korean. you talk to. Right. But for sure, like Koreans at least- Koreans are pretty anti-Southeast Asian. They're quite, oh, wow. yeah. Yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. There's a. It's really weird. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that is kind of. It's really weird because like. Yeah, and even in um even in the states too, like I have uh, Cambodian and uh, like Filipino friends and stuff, Mm -hmm. and they were just talking about growing up in high school. Mm -hmm. It was like the Koreans. They hung out like the Cambodia, Laos, and uh, like Filipino friends mm-hmm. would all hang out with each other. Mm-hmm. And they were telling me like the Koreans just kind of stick by themselves. Yeah. Whereas like the other Asians, they all ha- hung out with mm-hmm. each other, generally speaking, but like Koreans would kind of... Sh- right, right, right. Yeah, which was interesting too, because I think that sort of attitude definitely stems from how it is here, mm-hmm. which is 
Koreans. You know, I don't want to, uh, you know, say blanket statements, yeah. but I definitely noticed that they think that a lot, a lot of people are. Uh, they tend to think that Koreans are superior than mm. Southeast Asians. Mm-mm-mm. That reminds me of, have you guys seen that movie Mean Girls? Yes. I have, yes. Great um, movie. But uh, I, I can't reference it 100% right now, but there's a scene at the beginning where Katie um, moves to the new school and then her friends are introducing her to all the little cliques that there are in school. Mm-hmm. And there's like two, there's like the oh, I know Korean yeah. and then there's like the, what, the hip Koreans. And then there's like the mixed Asian group of kids. And then there's the black kids. Mm-hmm. And then there's, there's the white kids. And then there's just like one table that's just like a little bit of everything. Yeah. But that's, when you were talking about that, I just imagined that in my head. How like we're actually, in media itself, we're actually allowing ourselves to put out that image to say, you should be separating people and putting right. them, you know, according to the, you know, whatever group they belong to, what right, we right, think right. they belong to, instead of just mixing and blending everybody because that's the most beautiful way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Well know. said. But for sure it is a systemic mm-hmm. issue, you know, mm-hmm. and even as individuals, us notice these things, us talking about these things, mm-hmm. it obviously has a part and is obviously impactful. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can get really, though, discouraging yeah. when you see it's just rampant yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I'm talking about it. I'm, I'm trying to change things. Mm-hmm. Will it ever change? Right. Um, that's more of a rhetorical question. Yeah. Not like mm-hmm. asking yeah, yeah. you guys that. Yeah. Kita, I was so interested yeah. when you said, like, you say your grandfather was white. Mm-hmm. And growing up, feeling like not really fitting in with the black kids, not mm-hmm. really fitting in with the white kids. Mm-hmm. And um, I just thought that was so interesting to me because... Mm-hmm. I always wondered, say, if I was right. a third Korean, mm. would I fit in better here? You third know, Korean, so yeah, like that? like three fourths Korean. Oh, okay. you know, <laughs> I it's, yeah. I've never met anyone <laughs> who's three fourths. Yeah. Not the you, first, not you, the you second. You half and half, <laughs> right? <laughs> the third Korean, huh? You half and half. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, and so I I, I always wondered mm. on my side, like if I was three fourths Korean, maybe they'd mm. accept me more. Right. Yeah. But um, in your case, because you, I guess three fourths black, right? I guess. Uh, well, I did the DNA test, so uh-huh. I know my percentage. 58% black, and then 38% white, and then the remaining was Asian of some sort. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. I always yeah. found it super interesting, though, like uh, just the concept of blackness. Or mm. like uh, my friend is also one of my best friends back home. He is half Mexican and half like just like uh, just a whole mixture of mm-hmm. things. And he was just telling me, like, to his Mexican side of the family, he's considered white. And then to everyone else, he's not considered white. Yeah. So they, they consider him, like, Egyptian sometimes or, like, Mexican <laughs> or, yeah. like, Hispanic. So I yeah. just, I found that really interesting. It's mm-hmm. just, like, also it's kind of weird, too, how, like, even if you generally, it seems to me, even if you only have a little bit of like black heritage, mm-hmm. then you're automatically just considered black, black. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is also kind of weird to me. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. Just like the Agreed. whole concept of mm-hmm. like, it's very fluid, but it's not. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. there's just I mean, not I would, a lot of acceptance on. It's like, know. okay, the way that I'm thinking about mm-hmm. this is uh, Archie. Archie. Um, Meghan Markle and oh, Harry's, oh, Harry's, the, that's the her son's name. son. Okay, yeah. isn't that the cutest? I thought name you were talking yeah. about that's Riverdale. Old and old I was name. like, Archie. Wow. Baby Archie. I don't watch that show, by the way. <laughs> baby Archie. Yeah, okay, baby Archie. Yes. So I was listening to a podcast where they yeah. were discussing this, and people mm. were saying like, okay, in England, yeah. everyone's like, Archie's black. He's not going to be part of the royal family. Blah 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 blah. But then you have other people who are like, no, Archie is he's three quarters white. Right. 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 Quarter black. And yeah. so I just found that so interesting. It's mm-hmm. kind of like at what percentage or at what point mm-hmm. you're going to look at someone and be like, actually, you're not black or right. you're not Korean because 
because you're only one fourth that you know what I mean yeah well in the black community we have white passing mm. where you have the the people <gasps> right, that right, are right. half black half white but they look more white mm. so it's like you're not right, really right. seen as black right. right and then as long as you look ethnically black if yeah. you look at someone they're like oh they're black even if they're half then right. they're black but mm-hmm. if they look white then they're it's just really what you look like right so and it's weird they actually have this conversation with oh, what's his name logic where he he's half black half white but right, he looks right. more white than he does black yeah. mm-hmm. and they were like he doesn't get the pass on the n-word like mm-hmm. you know like other right. artists that are clearly logic black, the rapper logic the rapper they're like he cannot say the n-word he doesn't even say the n-word because he's like i am i have white privilege even mm-hmm. though i am half black so i don't feel comfortable being in a black space and saying the n-word because mm-hmm. i'm not looked at as a black man even right. though i am it's such a weird thing. It is. It's, it's, it's whatever you look like, honestly. That's it's the like, thing when it comes down to. It, it yeah. seems like no matter what ethnic group we're looking at, yeah. it seems to come down to just your outside appearance. Yeah. That's it. Whatever you look like. It's more complex than that, mm-hmm. though, you know, because we're talking mm-hmm. about culture as well, background, mm-hmm. upbringing, family, yeah. like all mm-hmm. of those things combined make your identity. Before we finish the episode, do you guys have any plugs that you want to share uh, with the audience? Yes, we do. Okay. Go ahead and plug away, B. Soju Black on the IG. Also follow us At on YouTube. At the Soju Black. At the Soju Black. And we have all of our podcast episodes out on all Everywhere. major podcast mm-hmm. platforms. Mm-hmm. All of them. Um, and we're trying to get the YouTube channel up and running very soon. So keep your eye. Your we all do have episodes uploaded. Episodes yeah, up. we do have yeah. up. up episodes oh, uploaded video, on video youtube episodes. yeah mm-hmm. but actual live video feeds of okay. the actual podcast we're sure, recording sure. them now but we're just having some technical difficulties yeah. but yeah you can follow us at the soju black you can also follow me at miss keeds on instagram and you can follow me at i'm your daddy dot zeffling on her daddy. ig um yeah and that's probably the best place <laughs> to find us everyone always laughs when it comes to her instagram i don't know it's literally handle. been yeah. like that since i started using social it's media so when fitting, i was though. like i'm your daddy <laughs> i said how it works yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's all us. All right. Well, thanks so much, you guys, for joining us. Thank you for having us on. Thank you so much. Yeah. Nice being on us. the other end. I know. Yeah. The conversation. It was I really, wanted really you good. guys to guide. I was just like, I don't know. I don't want to guide. I don't want, I don't <laughs> I want to be the I found myself asking a lot of questions earlier, and I was like, stop it. This no, is no. not oh, your yeah. show. It is so refreshing, yeah, I have to say. Nice. I was telling myself, like, don't, don't, Sometimes don't. I'm, like, polling. Yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah, but you guys were so great at this conversationalist, everything. So thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. And you guys definitely have to come on to Soja Black, too. Oh, yeah, okay. for sure. But we drink Everyone a lot of soju, so bring all your We're so down. All right, well, we'll wrap it up here. Thanks, you guys, for listening to The Happy Project. You can get in touch with us if you have your own story or experience at uh, thehappyproject at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, The Happy Project, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Happy Project. Thanks so much for listening. We are The Happy Project. I had one last question because we do have to wrap in about 10 minutes. Ah! I know. I know. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, my gosh. Wait, wait, wait. We started. I booked you guys until. Oh, no. I booked you guys until 6. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Delete okay. all of that, Greg. Okay. <laughs> just, just delete everything I just said.